welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rolson, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I'm joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, your uh, your favorite host is back on the pod after missing, is it just one week? or did just, I It was just one week. Wow. Or was it? I don't know. Yeah, it, is. it feels like longer to me, but it's also been a long week for me. Yeah. So, um, how you guys doing? Hey, we're good. Um, I think we're good. I, I know I'm good. Um, yeah. But, dude, you were at Royal Rumble, man. How was that? Dude, I was at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yep, that's why I missed. If you're wondering where T-Roll was at last week, yeah. did you guys say that? Oh, we sure did, yeah. Good. We said you were yeah. geeking out. Yeah, so. dude, having a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I was at the Royal Rumble. It was awesome. First time. It was always a bucket list thing to do since I was a kid. Yeah. So, um had a heck of a time. Went with my brother and my niece. Had uh, a blast. The fans kind of went nuts throughout the night. I mean, it was just it was an awesome event. So, <laughs> yeah, if no. you get the chance to go to a live wrestling like WWE event, like a big like pay per view mega event, like yeah. it is it is worth it. So, I mean, it looked it, highlights looked incredible. Yeah, like, one, it looked amazing. One day, I'd love to go to WrestleMania. You know. I don't know when, how that'll yeah. be, but it would be cool. So, well, I'm sure the tickets will be cheaper than the Super Bowl tickets these weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the weekend. I'm, I'm sure they weekend. are. I'm sure they are. <laughs> it's insane. Um, yeah, what are they? Uh, the cheapest ticket is eight thousand three hundred dollars. The cheapest ticket yeah. is eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> it's because Taylor Swift's going to be there. I mean, I probably it maybe, is maybe. Who knows? probably has something to do with it. Who knows? Um, I, r- I really hope, like, for the Super Bowl, the NFL should just be like, "Hey, all food is free." Like, <laughs> with how much they're paying, you're paying yeah. for any seat, a seat that would normally be like fifty to seventy-five dollars before like That's fees. Good point. Like, you know, yeah. everything should. It, all food and drink should be free. And well, they've already the price like this has got way on tangent, but the, yeah. that that price right there guarantees that you're not really getting like the the pure diehard fans. Oh you're, no, you're it's getting terrible. the elite. You're getting the bandwagon. You're getting yeah, the no, people. Yeah, real fans. Not are even never bandwagon. Really, it's, yeah. it's just cor- it's corporate schmooze fest yeah. and a yeah. bunch of rich people who, you yeah. know, which I mean sometimes they care about the you're, game. You're but gonna that, get no, like yeah. the the crazy. Crazy hardcore. diehard hardcore fan, but like you're not getting the like you and me, like the average Joe, yeah. like yeah, no chance. Yeah, well, you can't afford an eight thousand dollar ticket. No, nah, not nah. at all. No way. All right, well, look, we're we are way off tangent. Um, <laughs> you give me twenty years, and I would be able to keep <laughs> some of our, <laughs> afford a some of our listeners. You know, you know when you listen to podcasts and another episode starts and you don't realize it. Yeah, yep. some of our listeners are gonna be like, wait, what? What is what this? just happened? Are they talking? Is this the Royal Geek Podcast? Yeah, yes, it is. Um, and in fact, we are here for some good old-fashioned Marvel talk. Hey. Yep. Yep. So, last week you guys did a uh, not ranking, but a rating, like yeah. a, no, sorry, yeah. a grading, yeah. grading, yeah. grading of all of the villains from the DCEU movies. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and this is kind of off the heels of a conversation we had weeks, months ago, where we were talking about the Joker from the Dark Knight and how he. You know, we always talk about how he, how he set the standard, but I don't think that's fair for villains. He, I don't think it's fair to say that because, you know, nobody's ever going to touch that. So if that's the standard, it's not really fair. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I was making the argument we need to, like, I, I need to have a villain that's at least like a B minus. Yeah. Like a, you said off the pod, Justin, 80%, per, 80% mm-hmm. like on a grading scale. If I get that, and, and maybe I can even go lower, but, you know, you, you're not going to get the Joker every time. 
you're not even going to get the Joker ever again. So <laughs> maybe, yeah, you're right. More than likely, well, yeah, right. Odds are, uh, odds are slim. Yes, there's been a few that have done great. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, not sure if any of them were discussed last week, but I also, <laughs> I'm also not sure if any of them are going to be discussed today. So, yeah. Nonetheless, um, we are going to do a grading of all of the Marvel villains within the MCU. Here's the distinction for the first two phases which literally is from iron man one to ant-man okay and then we'll do phase three another time yes Um, yes and phase four another time as well so that's the distinction um let's just go one movie at a time i wasn't here last week so i'll try to pick up from where you guys left off yeah absolutely um but we're gonna start with iron man the very first mcu project before they even knew really what was going on, they had Obadiah Stane. Yes. The Iron... Um, Monger. Monger. Yes, Iron Monger. Yeah. yeah. The one that started it all, man, for the MCU. <laughs> That's right. And uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges. What better way to, <laughs> what better way to bring in a villain yeah. than to get Jeff Bridges to... Uh, the, the iconic dude to yes. come in here and uh, <laughs> be opposite to Robert yes. Downey Jr. Like it's, it's a, It was quite the interesting dynamic. And just the kind of way they unfolded that with yes. uh he's uh, an ally a friend uh pseudo father yeah. relationship and then they just kind of like axe that yeah <laughs> truthfully probably more of a father figure than his own father in a lot of ways yeah that's gonna be before point. before yeah. the turn yeah oh yeah howard is uh notoriously uh, a bad dad so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> they, they, they try to redeem him in these later movies throughout the but, movies yeah. they do but yeah but, but yeah, yeah. Mm. but uh yeah jeff bridges man like he yeah yeah his performance is good. It's solid yeah. performance, and it carries because uh, Robert Downey Jr. is bringing some of his best work. His heat yeah. is on another level. Like and, he just uh, he knew this was his like one chance to yeah, get back to up get on back top. into the game. And uh, Jeff, he really matches him for the most part throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of the movie. Yeah, and it was very good to see. And just a classic like you don't think he's a, you don't know he's a villain until halfway through. Yeah, correct. Yeah, right. The big mm-hmm. reveal where he shows up at the uh, the Ten Rings camp. Yeah. Right. It, and it's a very like classic story in the sense of um, the idea of the like the regent of like it's almost like a royal like mm-hmm. idea, and like he is the he is the prince who's too young to rule. And there's a regent who's running the running the kingdom until he becomes of age, and the regent gets a little greedy mm-hmm. in the sense of like doesn't want to get really, yeah relinquish yeah. that power. So I, I, that's, that's kind of how I see it as well too. Is like this this idea of he got comfortable in his position and he doesn't want to give that back up. Yeah, and um, I mean it's it was it's it's interesting to see to see the dynamic between them um especially knowing that Tony Stark it was com- uh, well Robert Downey Jr is coming off of his personal struggles like yes. uh his battle with like addiction and all that kind yes. of stuff right to then be put in a movie staring face to face with Jeff Bridges and then like expecting to be on your A game right yeah. off of dealing with all that personal drama mm-hmm. and uh i mean i thought it played out uh, like f- phenomenal yeah yeah, yes. yeah. they it was great. Yeah, I don't remember the <clears throat> necessarily like the action being great, but I don't think it needed to because I felt like the, the story drove the, the story yeah. drove the movie. It, yeah. yeah, although it has one of the coolest walking away from explosion scenes. Oh yeah, like yeah. in all of That's movies. True. Of course, I think that might have been the best action scene was when he pops into whatever Middle Eastern yeah. country that uh, <laughs> that they go to, and yes. that's where the explosion happens, and he walks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. But just speaking of Obadiah, Stane, yeah, who, which I, by the way, probably the coolest name of all the villains. <laughs> actually, you might be right. Let's actually. keep that in mind as yeah. we go through. Pretty close. All. I mean, the the movie that shall not be named. 
I kind of like his name too, even oh. though it's a although it's a you know terrible movie. <laughs> I like the name. Uh, well, when we get to the movie, we'll, we'll get, talk yes. about we'll get I, I refuse to give that any airtime. <clears throat> anyway, um, so yeah, Obadiah Stane. Uh, I feel like I want to grade it. I want to grade it. I want to grade right. it. You guys uh, go first. Um, yeah. I am actually going to give him a B plus. Pretty close. I would say um, I'm right in that same range. I went for like a solid like a B. Like okay. he is like. Are you guys going to keep track of this, or do I need to? Uh, I got it. I'll go keep track of your own. We'll compare notes. Uh, I mean, I'll just do everyone's. So. Yeah. Okay. You saying a B, Shimano? Yeah, yeah B. So that's like 83 to 86, kind of, roughly. Yeah, pretty much, That's yeah. what I was going. I yeah. was thinking a B. Yeah. I like a B. I think he's a good villain, not spectacular, but he doesn't negatively impact the movie. No. Which is, again... That's the, key. That's key in these key. in these movies. In the, it's very key in these Marvel <laughs> movies. Which may, yeah, these may legitimately movies. be like the most important quality of any villain yeah. is... Don't take away from the movie. <laughs> Which, again, gets to my whole theory. In the, oh, I'm so glad we're doing this conversation. If you get a B or even a B minus, we're, we're good. We're cooking. Yeah. We're cooking. There All right. Go. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's see how long this um, streak of, of Bs goes as we get into The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Yep. Um, so is it Emil Blonsky? Yes. Yes, okay. yes it is. Who abomination. That's oh, right. Abomination. Yeah. So I feel like this is going to be a, a tough one because... I like him as Abomination, like yeah. as Abomination. But the leading up to, um, like just as a meal, I wasn't really buying his character. Ter- his character's turn to darkness. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Like you're getting old and you want to keep up with these younger guys, and you need the little extra juice, right? Yeah. Um, but you already were a decorated soldier. Like, what was uh, he, uh, he? Didn't have like the um, the I don't know. The, the, to take on that role, you kind of had I'm, you either had to be like a little bloodthirsty or a little crazy, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel like his character was enough of either one of those right, yeah. for it to make sense. He seemed like he was just like a professional soldier who was trying to be at the top of his game, but didn't have like that like a little bit of craziness to be like, "Hey, let me inject mm-hmm. this into my veins to Correct. where I'm like yeah. to become some sort of super beast." Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he was Abomination, I did. I liked his presence. I liked um, just the way he was able to go toe to toe with uh, the Hulk. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, his actual like performance as Abomination was. I mean, he was fierce. He was like literally like picking up random things and throwing them. Yeah. And like destroying. He didn't care who was around him. Like that kind of thing. Like Scary Abomination looking. should be. Yeah. Like that's that's how he should be. Um, this wrecking force that is. Uh, yeah. You question whether or not he's stoppable. That kind of thing. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm personally ready to grade this guy already, but okay. I hasn't yeah. even said anything. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't have much else to say. <laughs> so I mean, I don't. <coughs> the grade, the grade ain't gonna be high. Yeah, so. I, I, I am gonna do D minus. Um, I, I, yep. I don't think he's an F. I don't think he's quite there, but he's close. Yep. <clears throat> um, I'll go a little higher than that. I'm cool with like a, I'll go like a D plus. Okay. Yep. All right. I also said D plus. Okay. So right. maybe I'm being maybe I'm being too nice. Wow. Shimato <clears throat> and T roll teaming up. We have agreed both both yeah, times. Both times. Yeah. That's, yeah. No deal. All, All right. right. Can we keep it up? There's two villains on this next movie. Probably. Yeah. There's two <laughs> yeah. two villains on this next movie. Iron Man two, which All was right. just on the TV the other day when I was um, on the road. Was it FX? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, we have Justin Hammer mm. and Whiplash. Yes. Played by, oh gosh, I, I love these like actors, 
like Sam Sam Rockwell is like he's one of my favorite like especially secondary like he he's a great character actor in my mind. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Well, um, and then of course Mickey Rourke was coming just coming off his also, wrestler. Also a great character. Actor. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and he he's, he he was just coming off of his role as the wrestler. Yeah. Um, so like great performance. Yes. Um, and so they were very just like you know it was, they were both like hot you know at the mm. at the time and. You know, I, I, but the characters themselves were kind of just like, especially Mickey Rourke's was, uh, I don't know, it didn't seem inspired very much. Like, it was kind of just kind of like, we're just going to paste this villain here. Um, the backstory was not exactly, like, you didn't really feel anything for him and his backstory. Um like uh, uh, with Justin Hammer, you kind of like felt him as like the, he was like the little brother of like the ar- arms industry. Is kind of how he felt. Like yeah. he was like this this smaller he was company. Always punching up. Yeah, always trying to punch up. Always <laughs> yeah, trying to true. you know you know he, he was always like trying to be like the GoBots to Transformers or like something <laughs> like that. Like he just <laughs> you know yeah. just always tried to like punch above his weight class. It seemed like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Justin Hammer. I mean. He brought a lot of like the comedic aspect. He had a lot of yeah. funny lines. I charismatic. Mean, yeah, very charismatic. Yes. Uh, his opening dance scene to the expo was phenomenal. Yes. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Which they still riff on. They just riffed on yeah. What If too. Oh yeah, that's right. They yeah. did. You're yeah. right. Yeah, because it was great. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, but then yeah, I think you're right. I think um, I think there is a better character um, inside of Whiplash than we actually got. Yeah. And it, which is surprising to say because Mickey Rourke is uh, he's put out some very fantastic uh, yep. roles throughout his career. Um, it's just, I think it was a shell. It was like very hollow of a yep. performance. Um, he had some some funny one-liners, but I don't know if they were actually intended to be as funny as they were I, I, executed. I, truth, I think most of the funny one-liners mm-hmm. were meant to be menacing. Like I felt like that's like a lot yeah. of them were like yeah. in moments where yeah. it was supposed to be like, oh, you're supposed to feel like almost a, a moment of fear, mm. but it turned out to be something funny because it kind of landed flat. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I wasn't really buying the uh, your your dad called my dad a name, and now like I, I'm gonna beat you up for it. I wasn't really buying that whole. Yeah, uh, your dad stole. Something. Yeah, like, it just yeah. it just didn't it just didn't click. Right. Yeah. The, so the motivation seemed a little off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think. If we're, I mean, if we're gonna go ahead and grade this, but uh, him saying I want my bird, yes, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's, and like that's you kind of like 10. when they I'm take the bird away, you kind of feel that. I was like, dang, did he take, take the man's bird away? That's all he got. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, come on, Justin. Who do you want to rate first, Hammer or Whiplash? Uh, let's go Hammer. Hammer. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give Hammer a C, a solid C. Well, I'm um, like legitimately in my head. I was the C too. Like oh, I was like hey. straight C. Like okay. I was just like you know see like you know, you know he got he got through the course, but you know mm-hmm. there was nothing amazing about it. Yeah, yeah. I said C plus. Hey, okay, all right. C plus for Hammer. <clears throat> what about for Whiplash? What are you gonna go ahead and give Whiplash to your roll? <sighs> Whiplash, uh, probably a D plus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will also go D plus. Yep. Um. Um. I'll I'll go along with you guys. Oh, I'll do D plus right. as well. Hey, look at that. I was thinking somewhere in like the D One D plus range. Us. One of us. Okay. Good. <laughs> um. All right. Two Not bad. Not okay. bad at all. The first big name that will will 
talk about a lot in this series of reviewing villains yes. is the Thor film. Mm, yes. The first Thor movie where Loki is the villain. Yes. Yes. So Loki enters the scene. And for me, I mean, Thor was, I've always known about Thor going into the movie, like back yeah. in the back in the day, what was it, 2010, right? Yeah. Um, going into, I'm like, okay, I know who Thor is, right? But I never really knew, like, his, his, uh, counter like loki i never knew that as as deep and intimate as, yeah. as i knew like thor right um just as a character in general but uh the fact that like tom hiddleston i didn't even know who the heck that was either yeah. at that time and uh, uh or chris Hemsworth, really or, yeah well or chris Hemsworth, <laughs> yeah but uh tom hiddleston put did a great performance yes. that i think carried um uh, the movie really because the character of Thor, Chris Hemsworth, kind of came across in two different forms. Like he was like the, the arrogant prince, prideful, that kind of thing, right? And then uh, towards the end, like his character then personality shifts, and now he's yeah. like, uh, I, yeah, pseudo, I like kind of humble, but kind yeah. of, uh, I don't know. It's it's strange. Like there was two different performances there by Chris Hemsworth, but then Loki was constant throughout the whole entire thing, and it really made you feel like him as a villain. Like yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I, I Loki phenomenal, obviously. But. Yeah, yeah. I do think like uh, I I like what what they did with Thor. I, I feel like what they were doing is they were trying to show you Thor's journey, you know, in general, coming from being arrogant to being more humble. But and with Loki, what they did is they almost like they gave you. It was almost like you were looking through like the lock of a door mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like you just saw like glimpses of like who he was, and as the movie went on, it was like they opened the door and you got to see like the full the full image like it what you were always seeing the same thing it was just how much of it you could actually see at one time it's kind of how i saw it with with him and you like by the end you saw him as his true his full true mm-hmm. self and you know the the way he felt and like you know his kind of underhanded like plays and things things of that sort um cuz i always felt like there was always a little bit of that like um chip on his shoulder like you know even from the very beginning i think he always kind of felt like he was the second son, and he was the second son, yeah. of course. Um, and, you know, you find out why. But, like, I feel like he never really – I think almost in a way, I feel like sometimes uh, Odin's such a weird character in this movie because in some ways I feel like he's a very good father. In some ways he's a very bad father. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like j- the, the general idea of Loki and, like, he's like, okay, he sees this – this child and he decides to take him in as his own and he doesn't tell him that he is adopted because he wants him to be raised as his true son yeah like, that's a very like like that is a very like upstanding kind of guy thing to do but then of course some of the things that he does with odin or with with thor and the things that he hides and the things we find out later are not as much following so in that odin's line. a villain is what i'm hearing <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah but yes yeah, so so i think in some ways um, Loki could like sense it, and even though Odin tried to, you know, not show it as much, it was he could feel it. It was evident. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> mm, yeah. My thoughts on Loki in the force, the first Thor movie. One of my favorite scenes is where Thor finds his hammer and he's trying to get it out and he can't, and then Loki like uses his magic to like, yeah. be there with him somehow. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like nobody. Like can a projection. See him. Yeah. yeah. Projection. Nobody can see him. Um, and he's like, that's when he's telling, you know, um, Thor that he's been banished by his yeah. father when really it was him. Right. right yeah. yeah. Um, but just, yeah, man, the acting chops on Tom Hiddleston. And again, I didn't know who he yeah. was, but 
But if you guys really didn't know who he was, and that <laughs> says a lot no more way than yeah. you knew. Yeah, that says a lot more about than me <laughs> not knowing who he was. Um, I just love how, like, even in his apparent death scene where he falls, and he's like, you know, just pouring his heart out. Like yeah. you, you, you feel every line that Tom delivers as Loki. Yeah. Um, really, throughout Marvel, um, yeah. but in this first movie. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a strong villain for he, me. He so. gives a few lines where he's like on the verge of tears and yes. shouting at the same time, yeah. and you like it's gut wrenching. Like, yeah, it's, it's there. And you like, well, dude, when 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 Odin has his heart attack, oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and because it's Loki yelling at him because he's just he, he's learned That's the right. truth. Like that whole scene is powerful, man. Yeah, so good, man. All right, what are you guys gonna grade? Loki? I'm I'm grading him an A. Mm. He's an A for me. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a. Sol- I'm going A like straight across the line too. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I was gonna say A minus. I'll be on and I'll be truthful to where I, what I said. So I'll keep it there. I'll keep it there. Okay. But I, I get an A. There's no worries. I'm with you guys. Um, I think that's a good grade for y'all. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't, don't overthink it. That I have an A minus. No, I so. mean it's an A. I mean I'll take it. Yeah. it's in the, it's in <laughs> yeah. the A category. Would you say an words. A? There's an A in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Uh, yep, that's <laughs> right. There you go. All right. Um, Next movie, Captain America, the first Avenger, which Justin saw in theaters. How many times, Justin? <laughs> well, yeah, actually, let's pause for the uh, let's pause for the audience. We're gonna yeah. say the line was four and a half yep. times in theaters. <laughs> Over under audience. Give you a couple seconds. Yep. Pause there. And okay, and it, it was five times. There you go. Theaters, yeah. oh, I thought it was more than that. No, it was five. Oh, it, was it was five. five. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm glad <laughs> I did four and a half. Awkward over under. If you yeah. put it up, uh, yeah, he was like, <laughs> I did it four times. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did it five. I did it five times. There so. you go. It, I, I enjoyed it, man. I really did. Yeah, yeah. It's by no means my like my favorite movie out of the MCU, but I mean, like number one, it's it's up there in the top ten for me for sure. sure. Wow, the first Avenger top ten. Yeah, for yeah. it is. It is. Um. But uh, and it helped that it had a good a villain. Good villain, yeah, Hugo yeah. Weaving at that too. Oh my, um, uh, Hugo Weaving is I know he yeah. is something else. So I mean, he was he looked like Hugo Weaving for like uh, the beginning of the movie, right? Yes. Like, and then we see his reveal of the Red Skull, and uh, it didn't even matter that you couldn't really see his face because his just the sound of his voice and his inflection on words. Sounded menacing, yes. villainous. I was just, I was just yeah. gonna say menace, yeah. like, and it led to you as the audience feeling like there were stakes because of yeah. how he delivered every line yeah. and how he was trying to usurp Hitler and like kind of yeah. take over all of that with this organization called Hydra. Yes, <laughs> and uh, it was a little it, startup, sick. Yeah, and the fact that that the fact that they needed Captain America. In, period. They needed a serum. They needed something yeah. to counter this this force that was rising yeah. in Hydra. Like yes, it it, it it gave it stakes. It really did. And uh, yeah. I, I think Hugh Weaving did a, did a yeah. fantastic job. I think definitely up until this point in the MCU, I think he's the most menacing character. Yeah. Like I think he is. Yes. Like I I still think he's probably like from straight like the way he projected in Menace is probably like a top five like menacing villain not necessarily like nothing necessarily top five best but menacing villain in the mcu yeah, yeah that's fair yeah dude for the moment you see the the actual red skull too yeah yes yeah, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And, and it looked good it looked and the, good dude that yeah. scene where he like kills those like um nazi commanders yeah. in his like war room yes it's just yeah. brutal oh you man. know 
Um, and not to mention like the just the villagers that were they were uncovering the, yeah. the debris and the rubble yes. and the room of the tree of life and yep. that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that was good was too. Crazy, crazy. Trying trying to find the uh, the tesseract. That's right. D- did he know what the tesseract was when he was searched for? Or did he just know it to be super powerful? I think he just knew it to be as like a, I don't think he knew that just it was an, an artifact of extreme power. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yes, something like an Indiana Jones villain would yeah. search for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hitting him and his uh. Little, like, oh, yeah, Toby it? Jones, the little scientist, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like his little motorcycle car thing, cart thing, yep, you know, yep. it was great, dude. Great, you know, good movie. I mean, <clears throat> good, good villain performance. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get, let's give all Hugo Red Skull a grade here, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was solid. Um, I just, I do think that it was, it was, a, it was a B plus for me, though. It was, it was yeah. just, it was, he's good, though, very, very good. <laughs> We're linked up pretty solidly right now. Yeah. Like straight up, like exactly what I was thinking. Okay. B plus. All I right. was like, fantastic. You know, super solid, but you know, not elite, but mm-hmm. you know, I just you weaving is just yeah amazing. What about you, T roll? Nah, I'm going. I'm going B plus as well. Hey, yeah. let's go. <laughs> let's go. These guys are so lame. They all agree. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we have similar interests. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So lame. All right. What's not lame is the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Which, take us back. So, Captain America, the first Avenger, comes out in M- May of 20... Was it May? I think 12, it was. 20, 2011. Okay. And then... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then... Um, I think that's right. And yeah. then... It's a whole. Is it a whole year? I believe so, yes. Yeah. How crazy is May, that? May yeah. is... The fact that they only release one... Movie a year or something. Build, build the hype there. Build the hype. They to get, go back to it, Marvel. Go back. Which yeah. they're, they're kind of forced to now, but yeah. that's a side. It's another conversation. Um, the first Avenger has Loki as the villain again. Yes. yes. So Loki makes his villain performance in the first <laughs> Thor movie. Now he's the main villain for the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So let's talk about this epic film. Guys. Okay. So we mentioned Tom Hiddleston's performance in uh, Thor movie and how he did a great job like carrying that movie, right? And now here he is again as a villain, and now he's up against a whole team of heroes, right? Yes. So in order to actually stand a chance or take believe him as the villain – you would have to imagine that his performance would be as great as six six uh, Avengers, correct? Yes. Right. Well, guess what? Tom Hiddleston says, "Hold my beer," and I'm gonna go ahead and outdo yes. almost everybody in that movie. Like yeah. he he's on another level in this movie, and yeah. it is he he's fully in his character. He knows exactly beat by beat what he should be doing, yes. saying inflections, yeah. all this kind of stuff. To where he is, he is at this point. Tom Hiddleston doesn't exist, and it is a, only Loki. Yeah. Um, and I think that he he carries a majority of that movie. That movie is probably not as good if Tom Hiddleston doesn't perform the way he does. Yeah. Yeah. The movie's not as good without Tom and um, without Tom Hiddleston and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. they do. Yeah. They, they oh yeah. The yeah. Movie. You're right. I mean, uh, like this is one of those moments where the villain is so important because of the fact that. Once again, like you said, he's going up against so many heroes and personalities on the other side that he has to be so much larger than life. He can't feel like one person because then it becomes sort of unbelievable that this villain of one would, even with his like army of you know thugs, 
you know, would be yeah, able yeah. to take out a an arm uh, like the the character set that is the Avengers. So he needs to feel like he is more than just one person. That yep. he is something yeah. greater. Yep. He shows up looking scary AF when he kind of teleports <laughs> from you know the uh, the Tesseract. Yes. Yep. He shows up. He takes out some shield agents. He gets Barton to flip. He gets others to flip. Um, takes a dude's eyeball. Uh, That's right. Yep, he does. Lets himself gets ca- gets get captured. Has some great exchange with his brother. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the one of my favorite lines is is what they're talking about. Thunder. Uh, no, uh, no, no. The line where he's like, he's adopted. Yeah, he's <laughs> I adopted. love that line. Yeah. That line. He killed forty people in two days or something like that. He's adopted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, lets himself get captured again. Um, Nick Fury catches on to it. He's like, why do I feel like he's the only one who's not, a, who, you know, is, is happy to be here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wants exactly. to be here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just his whole performance the whole time. The scene all in the Germany. Lines, like, the, yes. The scene in Germany is great. Well, yes. Don't forget that when he's actually, quote, unquote, captured and uh, him and Scarlett Johansson are going back and forth and, like, she actually one-ups him in, yes. the, uh, mind, yeah, in the mind yeah, games, the right? Mind games. Um, but ah, that was such a great performance, too, because he's he thinks he has her. He he's he like, has yeah. her. he's talking down at her. And, like, well, he yeah. was just a little muling quim. Like, muling what quim. the heck, yeah. dude? Um, and, and but then she gets the, the yep. advantage. He, he got his hands dirty, too. Yeah. He's flying around on the Chitauri kind of, you know, hoverboard thing. Yeah. And, um, oh, that's he, when he catches the arrow. Yes. Yeah. And then looks back. Like, he's a force. Yes. And, like, it was mm-hmm. a, he, he did a great job. Yeah. Such a good job. Such a great movie. A movie that transcends time, really. Yeah. Um, okay. We want to grade it? I'm going to grade this low-key performance an A+. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be boring. A+. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, yeah. yeah. That's great. I'm going to say A. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, we all upped it a notch. Yeah, we did. That's right. That's and that's what I was originally thinking. Like, yeah, he did good in Thor. I thought it was a little better in the Avengers. Yeah. And we all agreed with that. Just yeah. different. You guys had different lines, but that's Correct, okay. Yeah. So that is Phase One. Yeah. Um, that is Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America: The First Avenger, and then the Avengers. Um. So, do you guys just want to let's just keep going all yeah. the way through phase two? On to phase two, let's go. And then we'll kind of review everything. Okay. So, we have just incredible movies at the end of phase one. And then we just start off phase two with just some bummer movies, man. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, some real bottom of the barrel. Yeah, a whole year later, we wait a whole year after Avengers. We watch it so many times in that year. Mm-hmm. And then Iron Man 3 comes out. We're all excited because oh, we love Iron Man. Yep. Justin, just gotta prepare yourself. We're gonna talk about Iron Man three. Yeah, I just realized that we have you to have to. Yeah. So um, and the fact that like you're like, hey, you know, they're bringing in one of Iron Man's biggest <sighs> bads. Yeah, we're gonna get to see the Mandarin as played by Ben Kingsley, and the, and it's gonna be awesome. The trailers look awesome. Yes, the they first look half amazing. of the movie, Ben Kingsley is awesome. Yeah. Yes, he's on fire. Yeah. But then we find out that Ben Kingsley, who was a great villain for those for for that first half of the movie. Isn't actually a villain. He's a for hire actor. Yes. Yep. For for freaking Aldridge Killian, yes. uh, rival uh, tech company developer. Yes. Similar to Justin Hammer, except he is probably one up. Justin he gets, Hammer. He gets his hands dirty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I'd physically. say he's probably actually better at his job than, than Justin, Justin Hammer is. is. <laughs> yeah. Just Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer probably would have been a great like front man. Yeah. For. 
Aldrich Killian. Like in the sense of yeah. like, you know, the guy who's out there being the, you know, he the seems face. to be, yeah, he's a face. He's, yeah. a, he's a face where Aldrich Killian should be, you know, yeah. further back. And so he invents Extremis. Yes. And we Take get. To, uh, you know, get rid of his acne. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh, dude. Get the heck out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. And then that gives him powers. And, uh, oh, my gosh, dude. I don't even want. <laughs> you guys take this. I can't even. I can't do it. I can't no, do it. I mean, it's, it's aggravating. I think what makes it so bad, like, it's the whole Ben Kingsley thing that makes it even worse. Yeah. Because part of me wonders, like, if I, it, it's worse that I know. But the fact that, like, if, if from the beginning of the movie, if from that, like, scene where he was um, New Year's party in, like, 1999 or whatever, or whenever that was, yeah. if from that moment you know that he's the villain, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. I try to think of that sometimes. Mm. Yeah. But then all I can think of is just my frustration. Or, like, what if, like, the first scene was, like, one of the scenes with the Mandarin, but then it, like, cuts to, like, a... Like you, oh, behind the scenes, it's like so. Like for the moment, you're in on it just a little bit, you know. Like so, you know. Right. So like maybe the Iron Man is trying to like you, you. So you feel like you know something that Iron Man doesn't know. Right. Like in that moment, and you're like, it's almost a part of the. Um, it's like a part of you know the storyline. It's like you know, but he doesn't know. Yeah. Right. And so okay, all right. This is what I have to say about this movie. This okay. god awful movie. All right. So. We talk a lot about how um, a hero is only as good as its villain, right? And so with the performance that was given here and the villain the v- character in this movie, for me, being like so low, it kind of diminished like Tony Stark's story in this movie. Like by the end of this movie, he has, like, he has an identity crisis this whole entire movie yeah. about um, the arc reactor in his chest and like, like, will he not take it out? Will he take it out? Like that, that like that whole kind of thing, right? Like, like is he more than the arc reactor? That kind of, that kind of storyline. Yeah. But then when he comes to the realization that he wants it out, it doesn't mean as much because it was so convoluted. It was and- so like, yeah, like shadowed by whatever attempt at a villain they had in this movie. Like, I don't yeah. know, man, it was, Visually, there were some cool things that were done, um, yeah. like just like the nanobot uh, tech that was introduced. Yeah. Um, was, well, even like really the, cool. the um the the scene where they cap they he's connecting all the people and saving them. Yeah, is actually a really cool. That's a cool scene. It's a cool thing, especially because if you know the from the fact that they actually shot that, like the people were hanging for real. Like that wasn't a wow. CGI thing. That's cool. Like that's actually something that would be really cool, but. It felt like there was like this weird like Russian nesting doll, like with the villains. It was like, yeah. So we're gonna put this inside of this, inside of this, yeah. inside of this, yeah. because one of the things about the villain thing that we you forget is the fact that Aldrich Killian didn't even. The reason why he created the Mandarin wasn't just to create this like front for like his business. It was to cover up these. Uh, soldiers who overheated and exploded in <laughs> random areas. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like they were calculated things. These were it, it was damage control for to protect like, your brand. Wow. Protect your brand. Like yeah, to protect your brand yeah. against something that like was randomly happening. Yeah. Like like it was it threw this whole like weird. It, it took away from his control as well of the situation. It made it seem like he wasn't in control of what was going on. That yeah. everything that was happening was he was behind. Uh, like a step behind, it made him seem less menacing because yep. he was always trying to clean up, not being. It, it was like he was cleaning up. He was not a step ahead. Yeah, yep. I mean, yep. 
as much as I'd love to continue crapping on this movie, I'm just going to grade this out as an F for me. <laughs> Justin's ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Amato? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go that low. I'm going to go with like a B minus. Okay. I'm going F coward. as well. You're a coward, Amato. I'm going <laughs> F as well. But again, it's... it's you said you are going F? Who's, okay. who's the actor that played... Aldrich? Guy Ritchie. Guy, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I don't even think that... Guy, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. I yeah. always get those two mixed up. <laughs> you know, like, when you said like, that, I was like, like okay. Minute, like, I know I'm not the movie guy, but I was yeah. like, yeah. that doesn't seem right. But <laughs> yes. I had my spidey senses. I'll, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it be. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy that says on the podcast, no. like, are you sure? Because, like... They I'm are normal. They are almost... Like, they're in a lot of projects together, so it's okay. Yeah. But... Again, it's it's not so much his fault as much as it's no, Marvel's it's, fault. No, it's his because fault. Because it's 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 more Marvel's fault than his <laughs> fault. Come on, it's everything to do with the Mandarin. It's well, yeah, that's it's true. everything to do with that's Ben true. Kingsley. That's true. I don't want no. We're moving on. Next, it's movie. an F. I it's can't. An F. I can't even. It's an F. Form. All right, next movie. We're not going up from here. Um, mm. uh, Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> yeah, which I think still is viewed at well, actually, Eternals is probably the worst rated overall MCU movie. I haven't checked that in a well, while. We haven't looked at it in a while, yeah. but yeah. It, at one point in time, for many yeah. years... I don't it, know, Ant-Man, Quantumania, maybe giving it a run for That's its true, money. that's a good point. Um, for many years, the Dark World had the lowest Rotten Tomatoes Just like rating-wise. Lowest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, now, if you're talking about villain, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll come we'll back to that we'll later. But, later. <laughs> um, just like rating-wise, I think the Dark World was, for many years, view, mm. viewed... Yes. As the worst. We, it, was, it was the literal, like, you know, redheaded stepchild of the yeah, entire MCU. Yeah. And when you watch it, you're like... It's just not good. The villain, the villain is just not good. There's some amazing moments, some of the most yeah. powerful moments in all of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like it's true. Free they, so much so they call back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They exactly. yes. They literally go to that timeline like yeah, multiple times. Like Frigga's death and um, the moments, like the moments between Thor and Loki and when Loki? Loki's in prison. In oh like, my god! Like in Loki's react, like that stuff is Loki's actually hiding really real good. Emotions. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Just the idea, like, the fact that, like, you know, essentially he yeah. sent him to kill his mother, you know. Yeah. But we're talking about the good things for this movie. Let's talk about the bad things for yes. this movie. <laughs> Speaking of the villain. So the biggest problem for me was that I am a massive Doctor Who fan. Yeah. And you get Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. You steal him away from Doctor Who. Uh, and you don't even know it's him. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't he even know it's him. Yeah, and then, who are you talking about again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, he only gets to do one season of Doctor Who, and then he, which I actually I enjoyed his season. He had he had a yeah, good season. He was a, he was a good season. doctor. He's a good doctor. I, I mean, essentially, like mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, like if he he didn't if he wasn't as good as he was, yeah. I mean, who knows what would have happened to the new That's true? Doctor yeah, how long those with this run yeah. have gone? Um, but then. Like yeah, you're right. You don't even see it's him, but then you don't really give him a lot to work with. Like you, no. all of a sudden, there's dark elves and they're mad. Like yeah, okay. Well, why are they mad? And then they like try to explain it, but then they don't really you know, explain Odin it. Odin did like, some stuff one time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Like Odin did a lot of things to other realms, but yes. you didn't see them <laughs> coming up. And I don't know. It was very forgettable. Yeah. There wasn't a whole. Uh, there also wasn't a whole lot of time where you got to see like. Um, like interactions between him and really anyone outside of the one berserker. Yeah. Like he, he had <laughs> yes. he had almost no time on screen with Thor or Loki That's or true. even um, Jane Foster. Or he had an like, attempt of brooding, like most of the movie. Really like, good point, yeah. man. It's a really yeah. good point. Just so, just so nothing. He was very, uh, he was so isolated. Yeah. Is yeah. like really what it came down. Forgettable to. for sure. Yes. Here's what's man. Yeah, it's such a. 
It's just boring. Man. Yeah, yeah. And, and at, the, at this point in time, like Marvel's now on a very cold streak because of this movie. Yes. And honestly, it's because I gave the last movie villain an F, and I'm also going to give this movie an F. And it's because you could put two F villains in the in these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, man, there's something I was going to say, and it's completely lost to me. I'm so mad right now. I almost interrupted you. Did you see how I didn't? You should have. I should have. You yeah. should now have. I've completely forgotten. Always interrupting. What, Always. Were ta- what were we talking about earlier? Dude, no, no, no. bad movie. That's yeah. what we're talking about. No, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just. Oh, his interaction dark. with the other other, other characters. Malekith. Yeah, yeah didn't have any okay. interactions with, I really want to remember what I was going to say. I'm giving it an F. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give him an F, but I'm trying, I really want to remember why. <laughs> What I was going to say, and I just can't remember. So yeah, It wasn't important then. No, it was really good. It was a really good comment. Yeah. This happens all the time when I'm tired. Anyways, Shimano, what do you want to do with it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give him an F, too, especially because, like, you know, I, I mean, I love Thor's, like, as a character. Like, I... I remember. Like, he's probably my favorite. Stop talking. You remember. I remember. Shut up. So, you know how... Sorry, Shimano. <laughs> Can I say it? Yes. Do you want me to give yes. you a say word it. and we'll come no. back to it? Say it. Mm. You want me to give you yep. a word and we'll come back to it? Yep. Okay, so one of the things that's going to be a recurring theme for bad Marvel villains is they're a part of origin story movies. Uh, and that's almost like the excuse. But this Malekith doesn't have that excuse. No. This is a sequel. <laughs> so it's not like we have to get introduced to who Thor is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's true. No. Like when we get to Doctor Strange, for example. Right. There's a good one where it's like the villain kind of is like, nah. Because yeah. you're focused on Doctor Strange. It's his origin story movie. Yeah, right. We don't have that excuse for Malekith in the dark world. He just sucks. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm glad you remember that. That was actually really it's, good. So. It's true, right? Yeah, it's facts. Facts. So I'm, I'm sorry I interrupted you, Amato. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, was, I mean, I was just saying, like, Thor is probably my favorite Avenger. So the fact that he was able to, like, you know, or the fact that Malekith essentially destroyed a Thor movie. Well. And I, and I know, like, for, for a lot of people, it's like, Thor is like one of the you know the lower franchise for them, but I I just like like those people. I don't I'm trust those people. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I agree. Honestly, this movie's so bad, which helps Marvel to be like, we got to make the third Thor way better. Like, yeah, which oh, it, yeah. we it got helped. to get rid of our director. <laughs> it did we need help. a new director. They yeah. need yeah. They need a new call everything. On, new, ca- new character development. Call <laughs> yes. on the Kiwi. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we'll get to uh, Ragnarok in another episode. Yes, we will. Um, before we derail, okay, let's uh, let's have some redemption. So Marvel goes through their stretch where, for literally over yeah. a year, yeah. you're questioning life itself. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> the way they end Iron Man three, you're not sure if Robert Downey Jr. is coming back. Mm-hmm. The way the Dark World happens, you're like, I'm not sure if I'll ever watch a Marvel movie again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it almost kind of feels like so. Like you're going through childhood, and then like those two movies, Iron Man three and Thor, is like when your kid hits like puberty and you're like these are the worst things that have ever existed and like yeah. they've hit this moment that's like in the mid-range and then you're just hoping to get, make it through and get to the other side so they're adults and you can treat them like adults and not have to worry about them just being terrible yeah yeah that's fair <laughs> um well we get some redemption in captain america the mm. winter soldier mm. yeah boys yeah Still, top three Marvel movie for all of us. Um, yep. So good, man. So good. The villains, there's two villains to discuss in this movie. Yes, we have are. the literal 
Winter Soldier. Yes. Bucky Barnes's character. Yes. Um, man of few words. Man yeah. of very few words. Gets his point across, though. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, we're going to have a good discussion yeah. here. And then Alexander <laughs> Pierce, who is... A man of many words. A man of many words. You don't... <laughs> again, yeah. This, again, this movie is just so important in yeah. the overall MCU because yeah. the Hydra switch, which yes. nobody saw coming. Yeah. Right? It was, it was you wild. guys didn't no, see it coming? No, no. Right? Yeah. Not at all. No, I, I'd fair to say many people, if not all people, no one saw it coming. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about um, – who do you want to talk about first? Alexander Pierce or um, – I say Bucky because he okay, was the, talk about the driving force of this whole movie. So, really. the Winter Soldier, Bucky yes. Barnes. Yes. Um, so, the, the biggest thing – like I said a man a few words. Like, he, he honestly, he doesn't talk a whole lot in this entire movie. Yeah, literally, now, yeah, he's got a couple sentences. But who the hell he is has Bucky? a presence, right? <laughs> yes. He has a presence about him. He is somebody who can actually go toe-to-toe with Cap, right? Yeah. Cap is in his phase of rediscovery, right? And yes. he is I don't know, he's he's kind of like a uh like like a baby in yeah. learning and trying to figure out all these new things, right? And then Bucky, who he's kind of been assimilated to this new modern world a little bit because he's just been woken up periodically from yeah. uh the, the Russians, right? And so Bucky kind of has a, like this advantage yeah. and you see him getting the one up on Cap. And not only that, he is familiar with who Steve Rogers is. So he's also playing up on the emotions and the relationship that he built with Steve all those years ago. Yeah. And, uh, which honestly really makes for a good dynamic between the both of them. And yes, he didn't say many words, but he honestly looked like a true villain. Like even to this day, the character design is top tier. It's super cool. There's this interesting dynamic between the two, between him and Captain America in this to where it's like, um, cap was, um, uh, physically frozen in time, and it felt like um, th- it felt like Bucky was emotionally frozen in time. Like it's, so, there's created like mm-hmm. this like interesting thing where like they were sort of like at the same place, but it always it felt a little off as well. Yeah, because they were frozen okay. in different ways. Because like of course Bucky never really got to like you know he's still mentally like kind of living in the past. Uh, like he's experienced all these time periods, but I feel like mentally he's still like 1945. Yeah. Like you know, in the sense of like that's where his mindset is, and like you know he's kind of trapped in his own mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So my thing for Bucky is, and the reason I'm going to give him a good grade when we get there, which we'll grade them both at the end together, but um, he doesn't have to say much. Right. No. And part of it is his acting ability, choreography. Part of it is just. The directing of the film, the uh, editing, yeah. yeah, where they make him look like such a freaking beast, <laughs> yes, that he is like you see the physical threat, yeah. Um, I mean, when he catches the shield, it's iconic, right? When like, he catches the shield, yes. even even the lens flare, like like when it's when um, Nick Fury's driving and it comes into focus, and you can tell there's someone in the street, oh, and he yeah. lifts up that little mine gun, yeah, it's a mine under his car, blows up. There's so many physical. Moments. The knife drop. Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh, Remember? Yes. Yeah, the catch. The, and but, but you know what else would helps that? The music in the background. Like, what I'm trying to say is the whole project From helps the, the villain 
who doesn't say much. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And so a lot of that is on the the directors, the producers, the you know. Yeah. yeah. So it goes beyond just Sebastian Stan's performance, although it was a good performance. Yeah. I mean, Does that even, make sense what even, I'm saying? Yeah, even on the choreography. Like it's yeah. like the hand to hand combat, close combat that they yeah. had was something we haven't seen in a Marvel movie before. Yeah. And uh, you that, guys want to go watch this movie right now. <laughs> I would not be I am opposed like, to I that. I am like yeah. jumping right now. I would not now. be yeah. opposed to that at yeah. all. Um, gosh, dude. Yeah, such a great performance. I'm like jumping at it right now. <laughs> oh. Okay, all right. So we love we love Bucky. We'll yeah. get to his grade later yeah. or in a moment. We will. We'll we'll grade him and Alexander together. Let's yeah. talk about Pierce. Yeah, the the reveal at the end. This is like the last like what? 20 minutes of the movie, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. The Hydra reveal. The Hydra reveal. Pierce is out. He's turning on the council. Maybe not 20 minutes, but it's late. Yeah. It's late. It, it is maybe late. Four, maybe well, as soon as it maybe, as soon right? as it happens, you're like, "Okay, that Pierce guy's got to be <laughs> at top right. of this, right?" Right. Um, I mean, Robert Redford, right? Like you're yes, getting Robert like, Redford. Oh my gosh! So um, did you get, did he, you get that? He plays there? the character up until the reveal, very, very spot on. Like that type of character. Yes. Head of a, a government agency, and making just, the decisions yeah. that he has to make. Always in control. And just because, yeah. like, just because he's Robert Redford, yeah. you think of him as a good guy. Yeah, hero. He plays yes. like the the white hat. He yes. plays he plays that yes. like, through and through. Um, and then you get to this reveal and. The way that he kind of portrays the character, it's like very like he's 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 evil. He's he's got a hydra uh, plans, and he's yes. very nonchalant about it, right? Like he he's like, oh yeah, this is my plan all along, like that kind of thing, right? And it it doesn't really f- you, you you see him as a villain based on his actions that he's doing, but then like his performance that he's giving, you're like. He's he likes us too much. Like he's making this seem like it's too easy for him. That kind of thing, yeah, right? Like yeah. I don't know if yeah. I'm imper- I'm saying that correctly, but but yeah, like he he makes it seem like it's. I mean, it it is him, right? Like he, the whole entire yeah. time he's pulling these strings, and I don't know. I really liked his performance. I did. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought it did a phenomenal job. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even the ending when um, Natasha's in the room undercover, mm. and like he is surprised by that. Yes. yes. He but is. he still kind of remains in control. Yes. Takes him a moment to regain his composure, and then he like pulls up his app on his phone or whatever, and then he's like able to control her because of the, the thing that she's wearing, yes. the name yep. tag she's name wearing, tag. right? Yep. So it's like, he's just such a conniving little, but he's but he's so, he's a dangerous villain. Yeah, he has no physical threat, but he's a dangerous villain because of his power. Yeah, because yeah. of how much he knows, because of what he can do, you know. Yeah, sensational performance. The acting alone. Sensational. Yes, agreed. Um, gosh, yeah. I mean, and it takes. <clears throat> if you know, now, listen. If you're watching this, or if you're listening to us right now, you've probably seen Winter Soldier. God forbid if you haven't. <laughs> um, but honestly, you appreciate him more on rewatches. You do because then you, you really go back do. and you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Look at what he <laughs> said at the beginning of the movie. The first time he met Cap. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you catch so much more. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, Shimano, anything to add on? Um, on Pierce? No, I just like I, he does have like that like you could see how people would fall in line behind him. Like yeah, yeah. like even if he was saying something that was terrible, it's like, oh, I believe what he's saying. <laughs> yep. And I'm not gonna lie, like just overall, like the turn is just it's gut wrenching yeah. in that. Like you're oh. just like when you're seeing like all these agents and like I don't know, like the when the agents who stand with Cap and stuff like that, oh that is like Yeah. Yep, that is. Yep, when they when they come from the shadows, man. Yep, as uh, they do. So grading this out, we'll do uh, Bucky first. Sure, let's that? do Bucky first. Okay. Yes. Uh I am going to give Bucky a uh, A minus. I'm giving Bucky an A minus. 
yeah, I stopped reading my mind. Oh, you like, too. You too. Huh? A minus. Like, legit. I got to start going first. Yeah. You uh, do. You got to start going yeah. first. A minus yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we're not going to be in agreement here, baby. We'll see. Uh, so, Alexander Pierce, for me. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing, Amato. Well, actually, if I should. Actually, you know what? You go first this time. I'm going to say A. Okay. Yep. You? Uh, I'll give him. I'll give him a solid B. Okay. Yep. I'm doing A minus. Okay. So, so yep. there you go. Kind of. We all have uh, ourselves. Yeah. We have an A. We have ourselves an A. For me, minus. I love a villain that doesn't need to raise a sword. Yeah. You know, I love. Did you that. say B plus? You he said? said B. Oh B. Solid oh B. Solid B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. That'll give you a little precursor to how I feel yeah. about Zemo later. But yeah. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. When and so uh, Bucky is. Oh, yeah, we already did Bucky. Sorry. Yep, we already did Bucky. Yep. Sorry, it's late night. All right. Um, I just want to keep talking about this movie. I don't want to talk about bad villains again. All right. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Fantastic movie. Yes. 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 We love the movie. Yeah. I'm going to assume we don't have good grades for Ronin. I mean, he's honestly, he's, he's I, don't, I don't know if he's actually the. Yes. Okay. Here's quote unquote, he's the villain. Okay? okay. Yes. But I don't think he's the actual villain of the movie. I think the villain of the movie is them trying to work out their relationships to be a team. That's right, the villain. Well, yeah. We're not grading that. <laughs> we're no, no. We're not we're grading, grading Ronan. But I think Ronan had to be there because how to learn to be a hero yeah. is essentially that, that's yeah. The, that, yeah. that's their like getting over their own villainous yeah. tendencies. I think yeah, they're might, all villains. I think this really, might be yeah. the only movie we're, uh, in this series uh, that we're about to do with the villain grading where. Uh, the villain and the heroes, like they're opposite. The grades are opposite, and they actually is still a good movie. Like I, I was just yeah. thinking that because yeah. I was just thinking in my head, like Ronan does not pass my my standard that I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need at least like a B mm-hmm. or a B minus to be good for yeah. me to still like the movie. And in my head, I'm like, well, here's an outlier. Yeah, because is- Ronan doesn't touch it, but I still think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah. which says a lot about James Gunn. Yeah, it, it honestly <laughs> does. He's he he. Produces a lot with which a, with a little. you guys, which is fans, interesting. Fans of DC with notoriously yeah. bad movies, correct? And probably not like not good villains either. Good villains in their source material, yeah, but mm-hmm. not good villains on screen yet. Correct. Yeah, yet. you guys should be hopeful. Key, keyword yet, yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Dig in while I give you some encouragement. Because <laughs> similarly, like when we did the Suicide Squad in our previous one, like. Starro's just kind of oh, like yeah. their villain too. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that movie like amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ronan, let's just let's just have it out, man. Ronan, you could care less about his motivation. Yeah. They yeah. at least give you one scene, but you just don't care. You don't care yeah. at Maybe all. Maybe it's because his skin is blue. Maybe it's because he talks really like intense. <laughs> but you just don't care about what he cares about. Mm-mm. Not at all. And you don't see him. Fight a lot. No. And again, it's an ensemble movie where they got to focus on the Guardians. Correct. Um, so they have, you know, so they have to have something that they have to overcome. But yeah, Ronan just doesn't do it. For it's you. forgettable. It's, it's forgettable. very forgettable. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna grade it out as a D minus for me. Yeah. I was gonna say D. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'll do a D as well. Okay, there we go. See, for me, it's like I remember I gave Whiplash a D plus, and I'm thinking Whiplash was a little better. Yeah, than Ronan. he was. He was a little yeah, better. Yeah, but so D for sure. But again, that's an outlier. So maybe my theory isn't totally right that you need to have at least a just you can't take anything yeah. away. Yeah, because I mean he well, doesn't take anything be- away. It's because the ensemble of the Guardians so were all A's. Like <clears throat> that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they were just That's so why. charismatic. That's and, why. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. You, the one who slept with the Escavarian or whatever he said. I don't remember. <laughs> yes. You know, like just Drax. Well, well and you had a good. Uh, like the secondary villain was also intriguing that we kind of forget about because he becomes a hero in the second movie um, is Yandu. Like, oh, Yandu. Yandu is kind of like yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. Like, is the villain through, like, a good chunk of it. It carries, yeah, like, so the actual interaction with the villain through most of the movie, you know? Right. Which Cat allows... to teach stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're done with Ronan the Accuser. Okay, the second Avengers film. Man, if there was ever a movie with a... I wonder if there is a... Okay, sorry, sorry. Second Avengers film. Avengers, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um... Wow, this is going to be fun. Because I know you guys love Ultron in the concept, source material. Comic yeah. books, yep. Comic mm-hmm. books. Yep. Um, and my first thought is, while it's not terrible, I don't think um, I don't think Ultron was terrible. I don't know. At the same, so even though he's not terrible, I still think to myself, hmm, I don't know if there was a more kind of of a letdown yeah. of a villain in the whole MCU. Yeah. Mm. And also that, like the fact fun to discuss. And also the fact that like when you think about the four um Avengers movies cuz they're kind of like you want to think of them as their own franchise the four Avengers movies, you know. Yeah. It is like the other three just Avengers movies are just so yeah. elite. Yeah. You know, in like this one, you know, not saying it was Terrible, 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 but it was not like up in that elite yeah. level at all. But and the sad part about that is that gets to my point where it's like it should have been because yeah. they gave it a massive villain. Yeah, yes. they did. They, like Ultron's Marvel huge. did yeah. Ultron. Yeah. That first time we hear James Spader is Ultron. Oh my gosh! Mm. I still think the I th- I think that Age of Ultron trailers are the most deceptive thing, <laughs> in, like one of the most deceptive things in all of cinema. Yeah, yeah. like because you watch those trailers and you're like. Holy smokes! This is going to be incredible. Yeah, and it's again, it's not bad. It's it gets better in time. Mm-hmm. The more you watch, you're like, okay, it's not terrible, but it it le- it it misses the mark ultimately. Yes. Yeah, um, I think James Spader being the voice of Ultron was a, a great choice. It, it was hel- phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It was it was that amazing. Helps it. it helps <laughs> it a lot. Um, where I think it goes awry is where they kind of deviate from Ultron being the main villain. And it's like Ultron and his thousands of other AI. Like that's, that's the thing. I think if they would have kept Ultron as like the solo piece and he is just continuing to grow. And like, for example, if they would have had way more scenes of him being defeated than uploading himself into another body and like him just continuously yeah. coming back for more and showing that he can gain power yes. and more power yeah. and more power. And the, Instead the of idea like that you're never really going to yeah. defeat him. Correct. Like, kind of like that kind of idea yeah. would have been really cool. Which would give a lot more weight to the end of the movie where Vision takes him off to the side and like off screen, quote unquote, kills him. But does he really kill him? Like, that's the thing. Like, yes. it would have meant a whole lot more. We're still wondering. That. We are still wondering that because I do think Jane Spader does a great performance as a I think he does a good job. The, the, the issue is that he takes you take a solid one character and you divide it into a million others and it becomes something more of like, it's like, okay, a lot of these mindless things yeah. are now the villain yeah. and there's no substance to them. Yeah. yeah. And you take away from the main. Yeah. And then I think also part of it was when, when you're doing something like that, you're taking away from like the most important 
heart of what Ultron is. That's like his intelligence. Like he's yeah, correct. He's literally artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like that is his that is his advantage. Like so he need, it would have been cool. Also cool to see him like outsmarting them more and more and more than the he was. The scene where he takes over Jarvis is incredible. You don't yes. see anything. It's just a bunch of lights inside of a computer and yeah. a bunch of files or whatever the heck the computer. Yeah, that's true. That's and the James Spader talking to Jarvis and just taking him Tony. over. Like he's yeah. becoming self-aware. It's, yeah. yeah, it's in, it's in a great seconds. Scene. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Which is the fear of AI. Correct. Yes. yes. It's yeah. so. I mean, there's a lot of good performances by James Spader in this movie. For it's sure. Just, a lot of lines yeah. that are good. Some of them that I, not that they're bad, but it also felt like, I think because I was disappointed, <clears throat> excuse me, because I was disappointed overall that it didn't live up to the expectations that I put on it, which maybe that's on me, but I think there's enough people who agree with us that it was a little bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. I also felt like he was too quippy, and I know that yeah. he was the brainchild of Tony, Yeah, but like, he's it, just... It, it, it did take away from the idea of him being artificial intelligence because of the fact that like, like I don't know if it's just the way we are as humans, but in general, when we think of like a computer technology, we don't think of them being quippy, like you said. Yeah, right. they're not yeah. quick witted. Yeah, right. they're generally drier. But I think that kind of shows to the development, like how AI is always constantly learning. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. You can look at it that way too. Yeah. All right, so let's grade it out. Yeah, I guess. Uh, T roll. We're gonna go with you. Yeah. We're gonna start with you. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Start without looking at your, my eyes are closed. I don't mm-hmm. want to see your reactions. C plus. Okay. C plus. Um, what about you? Which is what I would give the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, not gonna lie, as I was thinking of it, I was, I was about to be like, like C (laughs) C plus is what I have. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I'm right there with you. All right, so you guys are both C plus. I'm actually a little bit higher. Oh, you really? I'm gonna go B minus. B minus. Oh. Only, only one Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. We're all in the same, yeah. Really, that would just depend on, like, how good of a mood your teacher was in on that day. (laughs) Like yeah, that's go. really all I, that difference. What is. I what I'm basically rating that the extra half grade on is uh, his, his general performance. His, well, also that and his, his potential voice. future. Dude, his voice. Well, <clears throat> yeah, we got him in What If, and yeah, you tell you me talk about that, that what Infinity if Gauntlet Ultron, what if Ultron yeah. is an A plus. <laughs> yeah, what if Ultron yeah. is an absolute A plus. Yes, yes, Can, for sure. Is that, is that high enough? Can I go higher? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. What if Ultron was yeah. freaking nuts? So good, man. So good. Okay. Um, all right. Pardon my yawn. Ugh, it's late here. But, but anyways. That just, that just means the last Phase 2 movie. That's what that means. It is the last Phase 2 movie with another... <clears throat> another. When you think of Marvel villains, you think of one of two things. You either think of like the quality of like low-key Killmonger and Thanos, mm-hmm. or... Mediocrity. You think of the mediocrity of like, you know... Um, Ultron. <laughs> well, not so Ultron. I was, I was going to say Malekith, or, uh, okay. or I was going to say the Yellow Jacket. Which, yeah. Here we are. I don't even last... know if I would consider Malekith mediocrity. Like, yeah, think... Yellow Jacket's definitely better than than um, yeah. Malekith, but not by much. I don't yeah. know. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Ant Man, the the first Ant Man movie, Yellow Jacket, is played by uh, what's his name again? Christopher Stoll, right or no? Stoll, I think that Stoll, sounds right. I think it's, he's a yeah. good actor. I like him yeah. as an actor. I'm not gonna lie. Crystal, I like him in Midnight in Paris. Yeah, you guys seen that? I have. It's yeah. good. He's good in there. He plays. Um, he plays that that one author. I can't remember who. Yeah, Whatever. it doesn't matter. I'm um, just surprised you actually watched <laughs> that movie. That's what Corey. I, Stoll. I am married. Corey. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Corey Stoll. Yep. Um, he's in. Was he in Billionaires or something like that? Or uh, who's well, he? Who's in House of Cards? Yeah. Oh yeah, House yep. Cards. Yep, oh, yep, right. yep, yep. Okay. Um, I think here's the thing. 
Yellow Jacket is it falls victim to what I said earlier. Origin story. Well, yeah, origin story plus uh, villain just has opposite technology of <laughs> the the hero, like yeah. same same technology as the hero, yeah. but yeah. And, and it actually has a very similar like the it's almost it's, it's it's actually sort of like a rehash of the Iron Man storyline in the sense of the like it is the um, the the regent who is tr- who wants to take over. You know, and he's trying to take over the power, and like you kind of have like a, the absence of King and Hank Pym, and like you know he's running the company, and he kind of doesn't want to like give over the reins to uh, either back to either Hank Pym or to um, his daughter. Like it's kind of that yeah. kind of same like yeah. setup in a way. Forgettable. This is a forgettable performance as far as uh, I mean, I love I like Corey Stoll, I really do. Um, but honestly, just as this character, I did not. I did yeah. not feel I for mean, this character at all. You just don't. I don't really he care. just couldn't. He just couldn't match the charisma of Paul Rudd. Yeah, I think that was never. Was. I think he tried too hard yes. to match it. Yeah, and he yeah. just he just wasn't there. Like he didn't fit into like the menacing enough. He didn't fit into. He wasn't able to play on the, the comedy moti- the enough. Motives. You know, like the motives enough. Like it just was all just kind of like once again mediocrity. Yeah, I got the motive a little bit because I do think. There's one. There's the only one scene I could think of where I actually connected with him, was when Hank Pym realizes that he he's means business, and Hank says <clears throat> he says the reason I hid this from you, and you get this one moment where he's like you finally admit it, like this whole time he'd been trying to prove to Hank, mm. like trying to get him to admit it and he never would, you know, like, but that was it. There's yeah. like one scene where I'm yeah. like I kind of connected with you, and then everything else I'm like. I don't even know what to think. Yeah. 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 So he becomes an Avenger in, you know, Quantumania. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Oh, Avenger. my. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, Avenger. Um, all right, T-Roll, grade it out. Finish it out here. Uh, D. Okay. Jamato. Mm. Um, I'll give him, like, a, a D plus. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give him an F. Wow. You went that low? Yeah, I went low. I went low there. I don't think he gave or didn't really provide anything to the movie, really. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I think, hey, you, yeah. you get to vote the way you want to vote. That's right. It's the beauty of America. There you go. Yep. <laughs> it is an election year. Yeah. Are we voting for Yellow Jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, I might take him over the other two. Anyways, mm. let's talk about, uh, is that it? That's it. Yep. Okay. That's, that's a wrap. Okay, what, 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 what's next? Do you guys want to rank them all? Or what did we do? What did you guys do last week? Um, we kind of recapped. I, I mean, we recapped, but then off the pod, we uh, gave it a, an average. Yeah, we can't yeah, really There's no way, we can, yeah. no way we can do that's, it now. That's, but I'll, that's I'll, not good. Um, I'll recap for you since I saved okay. them all, okay? So, um, Iron Man. We did a – two people gave it a B and one gave it a B plus. Okay. okay? And then yep. the next movie, yeah, Incredible Hulk. Blonsky. Yep. We, uh, you say we, the movie, I'll say the villain. Okay, cool. Perfect. Cool. Uh, Incredible Hulk. Blonsky. D minus and two D pluses. Great. All right. And the next movie, which is Iron Man 2. We had two villains. Justin Hammer and Whiplash. Yes. So Justin Hammer got two Cs and a C plus. Yep. And then Whiplash got a D plus times three. Oh, three D pluses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All righty. Next movie. Um Thor. Let's see, Thor. Sorry, okay, I stole your thunder. Thor. Loki. Yeah, yeah. Loki. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two A's and an A minus. Yep. All right. Next movie is uh, Captain America: First, First Avenger. Avenger. Yep. Red Skull. Red Skull. Three B pluses. Wow, we all agreed there. Yeah. Okay. I know, right. Yep. 
And The Avengers. Which is Loki again. Yes, it is. And we got two A pluses and an A. There you go. All right, moving on to uh, phase two. We had Iron Man 3. Yep, Aldridge Killian, as, or as he likes to call himself, the Mandarin. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Two Fs and a D minus. <laughs> Weren't you glad I didn't call myself the Mandarin? Oh, gosh. Gosh, dude. Yeah. All right. And then next we had Thor, the Dark World. Malekith. Yes. Three Fs. Yeah, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then after that, we have Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's the Winter Soldier, yes. Bucky Barnes and Alexander Pierce. Yes. We rated Bucky uh, three A minuses. Good. And then Alexander Pierce got an A, an A minus, and a B. There you go. Wow, yeah. that might be the biggest stretch it of is. any of the... It yeah. is, okay. yes, yes. Um, all right, and then after uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, we got... Uh-oh, I'm drawing... Guardians. Back. Yes, that's right, Guardians. Which Ronin. Ronin. Ronin, yeah. Uh, D minus and two Ds, so <laughs> yeah. there, there you go. Uh, all right, and then we had Age of Ultron. Um, which we, was Ultron. Yes, Ultron. We got B minus. Or we should say like the couple days of Ultron, which yeah, is that's how true, long right? the, it the was events only were. Like three yeah, it wasn't an age. Yeah. Anyways. Um, B minus, C plus, times two. There you go. And then yeah. we uh, we finished it out with uh, Yellow Jacket. Or, sorry, I From skipped. Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, the Yellow Jacket, yep. yeah. And then uh, F, D, D plus. Yeah. And there you go. That's your wrap-up, folks. So, let's take us back in time to, you know, when Ant-Man comes out. You basically have only a couple, at most, Half of the movies have good villains. It's probably less than that. It's probably like 40% of the movies had... You probably had like 40% of the movies hit that line that I mentioned earlier where you've got to get at least like a B for this movie from your villain for this to, to not take away from the quality of the movie. Right. Um, Marvel, historically, MCU has had a, a villain issue. Oh, for sure. Again, granted, the, the top end villains have been some of the best villains ever. And we'll talk more about them in the next podcast. <laughs> Correct, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but, like, really, what made, for example, what made Loki so special is he lasts. Yeah. All the other good ones on here, like Red Skull, Alexander Pierce, um, Justin. Although, yeah, I mean, even you can even say, like, Winter Soldier, like, he flips. He flips. Like, so, technically, go. he's only a villain for one movie. Right. Yeah. They're like one and a half. Yeah. Like Marvel takes their villains out too soon. Even the good ones we'll talk about in the next pod takes them out too soon. You know? So only there's really it's outside of Loki and of course we're gonna talk about the big the big boy. Yeah. Thanos. Yeah. Yep. There aren't many villains in Marvel that get multiple developmental moments throughout multiple movies. Here here's the key to this. Here what you're what you're saying right now. Yeah. I asked my wife, just I said, Hey, real quick, first thing that comes to your mind. What are the best Marvel vil- villains? Uh, all of the movies you've seen. Because okay. I, I drag her to these movies and she watches them, right? Right. And she said, I can only think of three. Yeah, and okay. she's she's like, I can only think of Thanos, the Winter Soldier, okay. and Loki. And I was like, okay, yeah. Um, and she, I was like, any other ones? And she's like, I guess Black Panther was good. Yeah. But, then, like, that, but then that was it. I said, anything else? She's like, I don't remember anybody else. That's fair, dude. That that's like the fairest thing that yeah. could be said. Yeah, and I honestly like she is speaking from like the general general audience. Like Absolutely. She is, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that says something about Marvel. Yeah, it absolutely it absolutely does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next time I don't know if it's gonna be next week. Maybe it is. We haven't really talked. You know, we we haven't talked about our schedule yet. But 
Um, we will do a review, or it, sorry, we will do the next conversation in this series. We'll be talking about Phase Three, which did have some really good villains. Yeah, yep. it did really really good movies. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, and that's it. So right. aside from all that, thanks to all of our f- listeners, all of our fans who tuned in. We appreciate you. Please come on back as we have lots of stuff to talk about this year. We're excited. Um, yeah, with all that in mind, for my good friends, Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.